This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. You want to wear a shirt. You want that smell on you. You want to smell it, sniff it. You want to steal a shirt and take it so you can just smell it up. (laughs) It's still this, it's my, my biology breaking it down, going, is this guy good breeding material? That's what you're supposed to be doing right now. Your body wants it. It feels good. Biologically, you're craving it. And I've always been into the breeding fetishes and all that stuff. Like, I just think it's super hot. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of deep, manly voices. And they're just telling you what to do and they're growling in your ear. And just in the heat of the moment, the stuff that they're saying, when you match it with that voice, oh God, I love it. I just freaking love it. I even love it when a man with a sexy voice is like upset with me and the way they say my name. But that's always fun for me. I love to get in trouble. everyone. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. How is everybody doing out there? Out there in summertime land. I hope that you're kicking it off with some fun and excitement. You know what? If you're not sure what to do and you want to have a sexy summer, you can always go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and take my sex bucket list tutorial. I will help you put together a very sexy, fun, to-do list. I'm saying that in air quotes, (laughs) to-do. And uh, you'll definitely make some steamy memories this summer with that. Or what's cheaper than uh, a couple gallons of gas, the private podcast and a lot more fun. So if you want to uh, have some eargasms and uh, be very much entertained on a spicy subjects, things I've never revealed, private recordings from my personal audio journal, never revealed, <laughs> you can join the private podcast group. Very easy to do as well. Just go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com, click on exclusive, and you can join right up. I've definitely got some some spicy stuff up there. So if you think my podcast is spicy and sexy, eh, I kind of take it to another level and I'm just going a little bit deeper and it's fun. And thanks everybody that's joined so far. I am really, really loving the feedback and the comments and the additional voicemails uh, and the, just the conversations back and forth that this is sparking. It's kind of interesting stuff. And I, I love revealing these little secrets I've held on to along the way and just kind of revealing more about myself. It's fun to do. And it's time. After all this time, I'm just really enjoying it. Okay, 
Let's get into what I want to talk about today. These are things I've talked about along the way, the biological factors that make you attracted to someone. And I've talked about this stuff before and I've said, you know, I know there's got to be studies and I know that there's got to be information out there because there's just certain things that are so clear to me about what make me attracted to somebody or not. And some of them, like, it's like, I can't put my finger on it. Like, I can't explain why. I just know that for me, a lot of this stuff rings true. So I came across this article and it was kind of a mixed bag of a lot of things, a lot of biological factors. And I just kind of picked the ones that are most interesting to me. But the first one is smell. And it says that a study this year found women with certain scents are more attractive to men. It turns out they were most appealing when they had high estrogen and low progesterone levels. This balance of hormones indicates high female fertility. The researchers explain, so it makes sense that men would find women more attractive while they're at that stage. Well, that's interesting. I definitely have been told by men that they like the smell, that that's important, that they like the way I smell. And that also includes my, they like the way my genitals smell (laughs) or don't or whatever. I don't know. I don't even know. That's, ew, it's weird. I don't even want to talk about how how my pussy smells. I don't know how it smells. I think it smells different to me than it does to them. I don't know if you're supposed to be into the smell of your own genitals. But on the converse of this, what I can say is that I am definitely all about smell. When it comes to a man, oh, just there's like, there's like certain, yeah, the way a man smells. I like a man, I like a more soapy, like what's that green soap? I will still buy it sometimes to this day because it reminds me like my dad used it. What is that green soap called? Darn it. I'm drawing a blank right now, but it's not oh, this is going to bug the fuck out of me. What is that green soap called? Irish Spring. Oh, yes. Irish Spring. Like that to me, like I just like a man that smells like soap, soap and water, and then maybe a little bit of deodorant, but no, like I don't like, I'm not a a fan of colognes and men's perfumes. I just, it doesn't do it for me. And every time a man wears it, it either reminds me of back in the day when we all hit puberty and boys started wearing the cologne and they would put too much on <laughs> or or just like somebody that you're not that you're not turned on by like that repels you it says no ooh no 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 you don't want to be around this guy but God, I'm, I'm, you know, just a man that smells good, that smells soapy. I love that soapy goodness. It's such a fucking turn on to me. Just like out of the shower, fresh. <laughs> I mean, ugh. or just even like the way his t-shirts smell, like you want to wear his shirt. You want that smell on you. You want to smell it, sniff it. You want to steal a shirt and take it so you can just like <sighs> smell it up. <laughs> and also speaking of genitals, like, I like the way like a guy, there's something, I can't even explain it, but like a guy with clean genitals. <laughs> oh, I'm cracking myself up. I don't even know how I'm going to get through this with all the stuff I had to talk about. But I don't know, like, like it's a subtle scent. It's not like a stinky scent, obviously, but just like a man that smells clean down there and, and soapy fresh. You just want to dive right in. Mm. But let me just get down there to sniff it. Let me put that in my mouth. Let me sniff. Let me get up in there. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm going to try not to have to giggle my way through this, but yeah, that just definitely all these manly scents. Like, I don't know. I like it. It smells good. And they're subtle though. They're very subtle. And I think that it is, it's primal. There's something that 
I think the smell it was saying for men, it indicates this balance of hormones and female fertility, which of course I think is hot. And so I also think that the converse of that too, it's like, it's like you can smell his potent sperm or his, how virile he is. You know, like he'd be a good breeder. I don't know. I, I swear. I think there's something to it, but yeah, that's, I'm just into kind of clean smelling guys. You know what I don't like more than I don't like, like a cologne scent. I don't like patchouli oil. Like the smell of patchouli like reminds me of hippies. And to me, patchouli smells like a dirty basement. Like I just can't get down with it. I don't like that. So when I say like earthy, natural, manly smell, I'm not talking about dirty basement smell, like that musty basement. That's what a patchouli oil smells like to me. So I've always found that particularly funky. And I'm around a lot of yogis and they like to wear it. And I do not. I never have. I'm a I'm a preppy yogi, a, you know, a smell good kind of yogi. I wear deodorant. I don't want any funk going on. Okay. Diet. I don't know why this was on the biological factors, but it says diet. What you eat could also have an impact on how attractive you are. A small study from 2017 found that women were more attracted to sweaty men who ate diets high in produce than men who had more refined carbs like pasta and bread. Essentially, the researchers concluded when we eat healthy, we might smell healthy too. Well, now I definitely agree with this. I mean, what you eat when you're sweating and it comes out of your pores. I, a man, if a man's sweaty because he's doing like manly work, that's fucking hot. That turns me on. Like, yes, I would just, that makes me go into my like primal female. Yes, I want him mode. I don't know if it has anything to do with his diet. I will say this about the food though. I eat a very clean diet and I'm vegetarian and, but it's strange though. I, I don't know why, but for me, I almost consider the vegetarianism. I don't care if a man is vegetarian. As a matter of fact, I prefer he just be like meat eating man. Like that is hot. I love to watch a man eat. And when he's eating manly foods, meat, (laughs) and he's just chowing down and I'm like thinking, God, look at all those calories. Like he can just eat those calories and doesn't even phase him. That's so fucking sexy. Like I would be working out all week if I ate that. (laughs) I just, I don't know. There's something about like a man who like eats and I love to feed a man. Like my mom taught me feed a man and men, my mom always fed my dad first. Like she would plate him first. That was like how it went in our family. Like the man eats first. And I never minded that. I always took it as like this sign of it's very feminine and caring and nurturing to care for your man in this way and and sexy. So obviously when I was younger, I didn't think the sexy part, but now I'm just like, that's just fucking hot. Taking care of your, your man and like, oh, I love that. That's part of pampering. That's part of like, I don't know, it's foreplay for me. (laughs) I'm just sitting there watching him eat, getting all turned on. Like, yeah, you you need those calories, buddy, because you're going to go the distance tonight. I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. (laughs) Okay. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Let's see. Number three here on the list is 
Oh, for biological factors is fertility. Being fertile doesn't just make you smell attractive, but it can affect how you look too. One study from a few years ago found that men would rate women's faces and voices as more attractive when their progesterone levels were low and estrogen levels were high. I actually, I saw this study on a while back. It's actually interesting. The women's faces, it's true. They change shape a little bit when they're ovulating and they will show men like a picture of a woman's face when she's ovulating versus not ovulating. And they will pick the picture where she's ovulating. That face is more attractive to them than her other face and was very kind of straight across the board. I don't know. I think fertility for me, obviously I'm not attracted to women, but I think that whole, just all your hormones and ovulating and having a guy like pick up on that. And I feel like, cause I feel like when I'm ovulating, I do, I feel more pretty. I feel something just like I don't know. I feel sexier. I mean, of course, obviously my hormones are raging. Just like go, you need to hump, hump, hump something. (laughs) Find a man and fuck him. And that's what you're supposed to be doing right now. Your body wants it. That feels good. Biologically, you're craving it. And I don't know. There's just, I've always been into the breeding fetishes and all that stuff. Like, I just think it's super hot. Like it's sexy and uh, yeah. And anything to do with a man's cum and oh, uh, it gets me all sideways and crazy. It's just, it's erotic. So I think I can see why, why men, there's other side of this, like men are just, they get super revved up and supercharged. And I feel like they pick up on it too. I really think they're these old like caveman primal lizard brains get going and they sense it. But to me, it's like the strong ones do, not the weak ones, the strong ones. And those are the ones you want. (laughs) Your body's like picked the strongest, the best breeders. That's who you want. Okay. The next one is hormones. Some research has suggested that our hormone imbalance might impact who we fancy. For instance, men with high levels of testosterone may be more attracted to women with more feminine faces, meaning big eyes, high brows, and a smaller jaw. But higher levels of testosterone may not make men seem any better looking. While testosterone and estrogen are characterized as male and female respectively, they both play a role in men and women. Testosterone, for instance, increases libido in pretty much everyone. So I don't know about this one. I mean, trying to think. I just, I think you, I think there's other things that women are picking up on that sort of are helping us feel like we are selecting the higher testosterone man. And certainly those biological factors I think are coming through. I can't think, I don't think men have testosterone face. Like, is is there such a thing like high testosterone face? I don't know. Maybe stronger jaws? Who knows? I mean, I think there's a lot of things. That's why I like, I like big guys. Like to me, that says like, yeah, that's a strapping man. I want to climb that. Oh, yes. I want that on me. I want to feel that body weight. That's to me, it's just like bigger men. It's hot to me, like tall, 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 because I'm tall and I just love how my body lines up and that's safe and sexy and you feel protected. And also like they're just, they can manhandle the fuck out of you and throw you around and pick you up and bounce you on their cock while they're standing up. Oh, all that fun stuff. It's so, so much good stuff. So I don't know. I don't know if the Obviously, I do think there's something to the male converse of that, that, like they said here, that there's just certain facial features that men are drawn to. I've heard that faces that are, oh, what do you call it? Symmetrical, where there's not a lot of asymmetry, that those tend to be more attractive. But then I don't know, because I've seen plenty of women that aren't 
asymmetric, they're asymmetrical and they're gorgeous. So who knows about that one? Okay. Oh, I like this one. Voices. Yes. Yes, yes, yes on the voices. Okay. One study found that women prefer men with low voices, especially just before they start ovulating. There could be something inherently biological in this as deeper voices have been linked to producing healthier children. Ah. And in the wild, lower pitch is associated with being bigger. According to another study, people who reported being more sexually experienced and sexually active were rated to have more attractive voices by strangers. Hmm. Interesting. Well... Obviously, I'm a huge fan of deep, manly voices. And I think if you've heard some of the guys on here, they've got some, I think, sexy voices. I mean, definitely like, I think a man should just have a voice that makes your panties drop. And that's going to be different for every every woman because you're drawn to it or not. And I, I would assume same with men. I just, yeah, I love a deep, growly, gravelly voice that to me is like, I was going to say, that's like your dad telling you what to do. If it, in a way, it kind of is. It's like when you know like that strong, commanding voice and it just makes you ooh, stand at attention and you just don't, I don't know. Like, oh, I love it. I love a strong, deep, manly voice. And yeah. <laughs> that's, it's hot. And when you're, when they're, you know, especially when you're fucking and, and they're just telling you what to do and they're growling in your ear and just in the heat of the moment, the stuff that they're saying, when you match it with that voice, oh God, I love it. I just freaking love it. I even love it when man with a sexy voice is like upset with me and the way they say my name. It's like, oh, cause you know, like you're in trouble, but that's always fun for me. I love to get in trouble. <laughs> I love the punishment. <laughs> I'm kind of a sicko, but yeah, that's oh, just, yeah, you got to have a good voice. I'm all about the voice. Okay. The next one, I don't know about this. They're saying there's being similar. Research points to us being attracted to people who are similar to us, both physically and in personality. For example, research from St. Andrews showed we are attracted to the features that our parents had when we were born, such as eye color. This could be because we see them as our first caregiver and associate positive feelings with their features. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to think, do I pick guys that look like me? No. I mean, maybe in a strange way. I think a lot of, I mean, I definitely probably pick a lot of features like my dad. I mean, tall and like manly and great shape. And I don't know. I, and my dad has a definitely a distinctive face. I'll tell you, my dad's doppelganger, or people would say that his doppelganger was like, he looked like Mel Gibson when Mel Gibson was younger. Well, actually, I'm a dad. My, so I guess my dad would be an older Mel Gibson now. But <laughs> and I definitely see the Mel Gibson. And then also people would say Ted Danson. Ted Danza. Ted Danza. Yeah. Is it Danson or Danza? You know, the guy from Cheers. I don't know. Like just, yeah. It's just like my dad has very strong features. The jaw and the blue, blue eye, piercing blue eyes. And yeah, I mean, definitely an attractive guy. And so, I don't know. I think I would say like maybe, so obviously since I look like my dad, I mean, I look like my dad and my mom. Now I look more like my mom because the female part comes through. But uh, I don't know. That's strange. That's a weird, it's weird to think about. Now I'm trying to like race through all the guys in my head. 
I do tend to, I will say there's a, not everybody. Sometimes I definitely veer off into uh, uncharted territory. That's usually very fun. But a lot of my, like you, if you lined up a lot of the guys that I've been with in relationships with, they do look very similar. They have similar characteristics. My friends could pick out like, okay, line up 10 random guys. Like, who do you think that Layla's going to be attractive to? And it's going to be, there's going to be many similar there's similar features. So whether or not that looks like me, I don't know. Now, the last one is being different. This one I'm down with, okay? It says, but sometimes opposites do attract. For instance, you've lived a sheltered life. You might gravitate towards people who have had extremely different experiences to you. There may be some biological basis to opposites attracting to when it comes to reproduction. A bit of variety works in your favor. For instance, the major histocompatibility complex, MHC, is a part of the immune system that helps cells recognize foreign molecules. When the MHC is vastly different from your mates, this decreases the danger of mating with someone you're related to and increases the genetic variability of any offspring you have, meaning they're more likely to be healthier with a better immune system. So, like, I wasn't thinking of being different in the way that they're like describing this. So maybe like if I have blue eyes, then you know, the person I'm attracted to has brown eyes. I don't know. I don't know. I I just, what's attracting me on the different scale is like, I like a guy. I do kind of like a guy that would not maybe sometimes like fit in my little social circle. The That guy, you're drawn to the bad boy or the preppy girl and the biker guy or whatever, you know, just like, I definitely do enjoy a guy who, where our worlds can be very different. I think it's fun and exciting and sexy to just experience different things that you normally wouldn't have someone be with someone that can push you outside of your comfort zone and your box and all the things that, that you like. I mean, I enjoy those things, but I also love new things, things I hadn't considered, different ways of viewing things, different, just people that have lived different lives than me. It's, I don't always want to have a repeat of who I am and what I've, where I've been and all that. It's fun to just have an adventure with someone that, where it's just totally different, but you're still like, they're hot as hell and you want to rip their clothes off every second you're with them. (laughs) That's what matters to me. I think it's the sexual chemistry. Okay. Now another biological factor is taste. Okay. People transfer 80 million bacteria when they kiss each other, and yet they keep doing it. Not only does kissing stimulate the release of oxytocin, but the taste of another person also helps with biological attraction. Humans don't have strong olfactory skills, and kissing allows you to smell and taste that person and see if you have different immune responses as we tend to feel more attracted to someone with a different immune response. Sarah Johns, an expert in human reproduction and evolutionary psychology at the University of Kent, told The Independent, the major histocompatibility complex is detectable in body odor. So by kissing and tasting someone, it gives you the opportunity to assess how similar or different that individual is to you biochemically. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, price line. This I agree with, okay? Because if a guy's a bad kisser or it's just the kissing is off, ew, that's no good. But also the taste. You know what? If you have funky spunk, if your jizz tastes bad or just probably only tastes bad to me, it's going to taste great to somebody. But if if your cum is off-putting, like you don't, if I don't like the way it smells and then certainly I'm not going to like the way it tastes. No, that is a deal breaker. I just can't get past it. I mean, and I always thought there was a biological reason for it. I figured it's about like, your, yeah, I mean, like I said, immune responses here, like this guy's DNA and your DNA should not be mixing together and you should not be making a baby because it's going to have three heads and be sick or three eyeballs or whatever. Like this isn't meant to happen. And I believe there's, I really, really believe it. And I've said it before. And I think this is kind of validating that (laughs) because I cannot, if you just don't taste right, no, no, I cannot do it. If I don't like, and it's interesting because I've talked to plenty of guys like over the years that say they did not like the way their woman tasted and kissing or the way their vaginas taste, but they would still go down them and they just did it. And they were like, oh, I really didn't know. That was never that great. It was always off-putting. And I'm like, how did you do that? No. And that is biology right there, gentlemen, telling you that this woman is not for you. Like, don't go making babies with her. Don't go shacking up, doing any of that stuff. This is going to be bad news. Biologically, your kids are going to be funky. No, you're not. <laughs> avoid, avoid that. But again, see, someone comes along and you're good biochemically, your compatibility is great then yeah, then that all leads into uh, being super charged up. And I mean, again, like if I smell, like if I smell the man's cum, a lot of times like partners, they like to pull out and sort of like come a little bit on you and then keep going. And uh, Goldie likes to do that. <laughs> Goldie has fun with that. He can do it. It's so, it just, it's ex- ugh, to me like, and then you smell the cum. Oh, it's, it just revs you up. It's like, oh my God, you guys keep going. Seeing it and smelling it and just looking at it coming out. I mean, I love men's dicks and their cum and their penis. I just, I just love all of it. It's like so fucking erotic to me. Just this stuff turns me on big time. But if we're not compatible, then none of that will. Like your dick won't turn me on. Your cum won't turn me on. I don't want to see it. I don't want to taste it. I don't want to smell it. Yeah, I mean, I have... Of course, I, I'm a swallower. I just, I swallow. I believe like you should swallow if you're going to suck a dick and you are and you plan on having him come through that process. You should swallow. Just swallow it. Get it all the way back there. You won't even know. Swallow as it's coming out and you don't have to taste it. It's when you let it come like on the front of your taste buds, if it's bad, like, you know, shallow in your mouth, that is bad news. No wonder if you don't like the taste and it's sitting right there. Ooh, no. You just have to have it at the back of your throat. Just swallow it as it's coming down. Uh, yes, it's, as it's being ejaculated and, you know, get in sync. You can feel the pulses. Swallow, swallow, swallow. <laughs> and you'll be all right. Okay. Well, I think that does it for my... Here's our little biology lesson, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. I think there's... I mean, I think there's so much to this. I really, really do. There, They had... This uh, article I found had like, I don't know, 13 things and I didn't put them all on there, but some of them I was just like, no, I don't even know if I agree with that. But I mean, a lot of this stuff, like it all, it all plays into it. And I just find this so fascinating as I bumped along and met so many different men and, you know, done this whole Curious Girl Diaries adventure. It just, it's interesting to me, like what 
is it that, you know, all these things that attract you? And so many times, like it just, you think you have to have one thing and it has to be a certain way. And what I've, the, the guy you're looking for or the girl you're looking for, but what I've really found through doing all this is you don't know. You just have to approach everybody with open mind and let things unfold and you will be surprised. I mean, sometimes you're going to be right. You're going to be dead on. Most of the time you probably will, right? And as as more more of these little biological factors come to light and then it's a no, 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 then that's it. And you were right. But what's fun is when it's... Oh, speaking of Goldie, there's Goldie right there. When you, it's just like something you don't expect. And I love, I love to be surprised. I love when I'm wrong. I really do. I, I mean, I'll sit there and like, I'll fight with you and defend that I'm right to the nth degree. But really, I do love it when I'm wrong and I get to be pleasantly surprised. And I just like, oh my gosh, where did this guy come from? He took me by surprise. HK was very much like that. I mean, again, this like kind of country boy, you know, baseball player. And I was just like, I don't know. I'm from California. I'm a California girl. You know, you're from Oklahoma. (laughs) What do we have in common? You know, and oh man, I mean, Jesus, that guy just talk about knocking, you know, sweeping me off my feet. Totally that all. And then all these biological things. I mean, the hotness and the heat that I had for that man. Woo. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Ju- and then the constant chemistry and got the hands and the voice and the... Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that stuff is so sexy. And it's just manly, manly. All this manly stuff that I love. I oh, freaking dig it. So anyway, but a lot of these are biological things that... And I, again, these are... If I really, you know, if I think if I really break it down, it's just, it's still this, it's my my biology breaking it down going, is this guy good breeding material? I mean, aside aside from all the sexiness and the hotness, like, is this, do you want this penis in you? Do you want that sperm? Do I want your sperm? And that's really, I guess, the bottom line. Do I want that sperm? If biologically my body's craving your sperm, then yes, like we are going to have some hot fucking sex. We may not like each other outside of the bedroom, but goddamn, we are going to we're going to burn those walls down with the fucking passion and the heat. <laughs> so that's what's that's what I love. I mean, that's what I think you got to have. I if you guys listened to last Tuesday, one of the D, I think it was D. I think his I think his initial was D. Or no, it was R. R. Oh, I forget. The guy that was really looking for the 10, but he wanted it to be, he wants a 10, but really at the top of his pyramid was this hot sexual chemistry. And I can see why that is because look, when you go through a lot of these biological factors, this is all, those are all things that give you a hot, sexy person. And he has to have those because when they all come together and when you have this great sexual chemistry and then all the other wonderful personality traits and just all the other things that you need to be to be in a good mate. But when you also have that hot, chemistry and that physical and that just lust, fucking pure animalistic lust. Ah, nothing beats that, just nothing. And when you have that, it really does become the yardstick that you measure others against. And you know where they land and stand in that hierarchy. And you really think twice, I think, about going the distance or coupling up with someone when you know there's just, there's this other level that you would be foregoing if you did that. And so it really drives you to want to continue to stay looking for that and finding that right matchup. 
with all of those things that are kind of really, I would say, mostly looked at as kind of superficial. And I get it. I get why people think that. However, what ends up happening is I believe the, the people that go for, oh, I married the nice guy or the, or the, or the good girl or that, you know, well, she had all these great qualities and I knew she'd be a great mother and all this stuff. Listen, over time, that is not what's going to keep you there. It's the sexual chemistry and attraction and heat and all of that. And having that and being the good mom and being the honest good girl. And like, that's the full package. But I think it's okay to say, hey, of all the things I'm looking for, this chemistry component is pretty damn important. Especially if you are going to, it's going to be hard to, you may stay with someone because she's a good mom, but I'll tell you what, that's not what's giving you a boner at night. (laughs) So anyway, there's my two cents on that. I would love your feedback, guys. What do you think? Do you think this biology stuff, do you think some of these things I was talking about really make a difference? I do. I mean, I think they absolutely do for me. And being out there, being as active as I am, that's what I found. So anyway, all right, everyone. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you guys. I hope you're having hot, steamy, sexy summers. You know what you can do if you are, or even if you aren't, you can leave me a voicemail because I love your feedback. I love hearing from you. I love getting to know you. And uh, I can be your fun time summer girl. (laughs) And you can leave me voicemails and I will get back to you personally. All right, everyone. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.